Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery program, and I don't claim to speak for any 12-step fellowship. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 126, How Understanding Your Part in Things Brings You Out of Victim Mentality. If you're a fan of this podcast and want to support it, please check me out on Patreon. If you're not familiar, Patreon is a platform created by creators for creators that allows them to be supported and rewarded for their work by their fans and followers. You can find me at patreon.com slash higherpowercoaching. Something has occurred to me recently about my emotional sobriety, and that is that I'm able to accept things that used to just send me off the rails. Now I'm able to deal with them in a way that's emotionally sober. And I think there are three reasons I'm able to do that. One, I'm able to accept things I couldn't before. I've gotten serenity because I'm able to accept the things I cannot change. Two, I used to take out all my frustrations and anger on inanimate objects and situations because I never shared that stuff with other humans. And three, I've learned to look for my part in things because of my recovery. Now, I made this third realization, and I connected that to also coming out of victim mentality. I'm going to give you three examples of ways in which learning to see my part in things has really changed things for me. One happened really recently, which is the thing that caused me to have all these realizations together. Now, I don't know about you, but what happens when I have a grand epiphany like this, it's like it has this cascade effect of retroactive understanding for me so that other things fall into place. And I understand my behavior in the past, usually in many, many, many incidents. And I'm like, oh, that was what was going on here and there and here and there. So I'm hoping that happens for you too, especially from listening to my podcast. So here's the story. I went to print something double-sided on my laser jet printer, which, by the way, the thing I was printing was the very first hard copy of my new Better Boundaries with Barb downloadable PDF workbook. If you're interested in it, you can find it linked in the bio on my bio on Instagram or on higherpowercc.com workbook. Anyway, the printer gave me four different options for doing double-sided printing on this laser jet printer, which will not flip the paper over on its own. Now, luckily, the first time that I went to print something, I only tried to print about six pages in case I screwed up, which I did. I printed it on top of the side I'd already printed on. So then I tried it again and I did the same thing. And the third time I printed on top of the side that was already printed, I busted out laughing. And it was amazing what happened. It was almost like the loudness of my laughter was like a lightning bolt through my being. It was almost like this visceral sort of deep penetrating realization to the core of me in my bones and in my cells where I really, really got, I am changed. 
I think actually that that was a spiritual awakening, to be honest with you. Now, here's what's important to understand about me. That kind of shit right there is where I would have lost my fucking mind in the past. And that's the moment I realized that there were these three reasons why I don't lose it like that anymore. And I'm able to accept shit that used to send me reeling. The kind of reaction where I laughed this time, I used to say things like, Jesus Christ. And it happened because I no longer have this gigantic buildup of annoyance and frustration and resentment, etc. Because I live my life really differently. And I also express those kinds of feelings as they happen. I allow them to happen rather than trying to tamp them down. And I express them to other human beings. I share with my higher power. I talk about things that bother me with my sponsor and my coaches. So I no longer have that buildup. And I don't take that shit out on inanimate objects or situations anymore. And then two, I've learned acceptance. Acceptance is the answer to my problem today. Now, if you have difficulty with acceptance, please listen to episode number two. It's my most popular episode besides the one with my story. So I won't go into acceptance here, but that's what it's about. And then third, I realized after a few days of thinking about this, that this new type of reacting that I have in formerly frustrating situations is also because I've learned to look for my part in things. That is, is there something that I'm doing that is causing the issue to happen over and over and over again? Learning to look for my part in things has helped me to calm down. And instead of blaming the situation or the world or other people involved, I'm like, okay, what could I do differently now? Or what might I have been doing that's not working? And the other realization that's come from that is that this is how we start to come out of victim mentality. When we start looking for our part in things and ask, where can I make change? Where can I have an impact? It takes us out of victim mentality because I don't feel, excuse me, victims don't feel like we can have an impact on a situation. Most people with victim mentality, perhaps all, have been victimized in some way. And speaking of that, I do have two other episodes on victim mentality. Number three is just called victim mentality. And number 106 is how to overcome victim mentality, even if you've been victimized. Anyway, if you have victim mentality, you don't feel like you can impact the situation around you or your life or the world or other people or the universe. You feel like you don't have choices. Well, when I started looking for my part in things, I actively sought places and situations where I could make choices. So now I'm going to share a couple of other stories about how looking for my part in things really changed these kinds of situations for me. In them, I can see the evidence of looking for my part in things. I didn't understand that that's where this change came from until this whole situation with the printer caused me to have this cascade of understanding. So one of the situations had to do with the heater in my car. 
The way my car works is that the car automatically circulates the air with the outside air or internally within the car, depending on whether it's set to defrost the windshield, to blow at my face, or to blow towards the floor. There's a default setting in the car. Before recovery, I would switch the default airflow setting to the way I thought it should be. What I can see now is that was me deciding I somehow know better than the manufacturers of the car how this should be. It used to piss me off every time I'd change the blower setting and the circulation setting would automatically change. Finally, one day after being in recovery for a while, I was like, how about if I just go with the flow and accept this? And let the default setting setting stay on. Looking back, I can see that I thought I knew better than the manufacturers of the car who probably have studied this kind of thing about how the airflow should be set. Now, the other situation where I realize now that looking for my part in things changed everything has to do with my computer. I've used a laptop as my primary computer for years and the touchpad, which is what you use to control the mouse and the computer controls, used to drive me insane. I see now it was always so frustrating because I assumed that I was doing the exact same thing on the touchpad every time, but getting different results every time. On my touchpad, if you put your finger or multiple fingers in different locations on the pad, you access different functions. Until I had been in recovery for a couple years, every time I was using the touchpad, I assumed without looking that my fingers were on the same exact place on the touchpad and that the computer was the problem. And I would get so fucking frustrated. And then finally, one day, I decided to actually look down at where my fingers were on the touchpad. Lo and behold, they were way over on the right. They weren't on the bottom left like I thought they were. Now, the arrogance involved in that is unbelievable to me now. Now that I look for my part in things on a very regular basis, I realize that I was blaming the world and these inanimate objects for problems that were of my own making. So this gift of understanding my part in things and actually looking for my part in things has greatly contributed to my emotional sobriety by helping me understand that I was doing something but blaming others and the world. I have a blamer default mentality. I don't want to have that. It's not my conscious thinking, thinking, but it's my programming. And that blamer default is victim mentality. Victims blame because they truly believe they have nothing to do with the situation. That's why victim mentality is also called learned helplessness. We learn that we're helpless when we're repeatedly victimized. But know this, just because you've been victimized doesn't mean you have to hold on to that mentality. 
There's an incident I've talked about at least a couple of times elsewhere on this podcast, but I think it's a really good example to illustrate this blaming mentality I'm talking about. One night I was sleeping with my sweetheart. I woke up in the middle of the night and the pillow that I sleep with between my legs was missing. And my first thought upon awakening was that fucker stole my pillow. Now I woke up out of subconscious sleep in blame. Like that is how deep this pattern is for me. Now it turned out that the pillow was on the floor on my side of the bed and also he was sleeping. So there was no one to blame. And I have this default setting for blame in my mind, but the beauty of recovery is that I now know that I have that. And I now know that just because I have a thought that it's someone else's fault doesn't mean it's true. The gift of recovery, especially step four and then doing a nightly inventory, is that I now look for my part in things. And this gives me so much more control over my life. Because when I know what my part in things is, I can change them. For me, understanding my part in things has been by far my greatest gift of recovery because it means I can stop doing that shit. And now I also realized that that's part of the mechanism that helped me come out of victim mentality. And this feels like a huge realization for me. And I hope you'll use this new realization that I've had to start thinking about how looking for your part in things changes your perspective on the world. I realize now I was doing way more damage in my life than everyone else was. In fact, I'd say that once I cleaned up the bulk of my part, 85% of the shit of my life went away. So, dear listener, may you be successful in finding your part in things. Talk to you next week. That's it for today. If you've been finding this podcast helpful, please consider a donation to ensure I can continue. To choose the level of support that feels right to you, go to patreon.com slash higherpowercoaching. Please also review it on Apple Podcasts, like and subscribe to it on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd really appreciate it and it helps others to find the podcast. Now, if someone in particular came to mind when you listen to this episode, please share it with them. And don't forget, I'm on Instagram at Higher Power Coaching. I run group and private coaching programs on creating healthy boundaries. And if that sounds like something that would interest you, head on over to barbchat.net where you can get on my calendar for a free 30-minute better boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. My goal with all of my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening 